Fualcha, 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 Achardjigil. This is episode 45 of the Rebel Matters podcast. I am Anla O'Carolan, as usual, and today the guests on the show are Charles and Andrew Hendy, who form the hip-hop duo TPM. I've been following the lads for the last year or so, and I'm a big fan of their stuff. If you don't know them already, then this is a little taster of what the boys be getting up to. We're TPM, the only MC. That there is a wee section from their latest video, Fuck RT. You can check it out on YouTube and the song is also on Spotify. And also, here is another little bit of Essential TPM. I'm not looking for the land of milk and honey. I'm living in the land of help and curry. That's probably as good a place as any to introduce TPM from. Not great fans of RTE and world-class fans of curry sauce. This podcast episode was recorded as part of the It Takes a Village festival down in Trabogan and it was an absolutely cracker Mm -hmm. weekend. So fair play to Joe Kelly and Ed and everyone else who was involved in organising that festival. This podcast episode was recorded actually outside. The sun was splitting the trees and it was a first for the Rebel Matters podcast. It was a flipping class environment. The boys were unreal. The audience was really nice and it kind of just changed the context a little bit of the podcast, which um, I very much enjoyed. So I'm looking forward to uh, letting you hear it as well. Because of the fact that we were outside and also probably because of the there being an audience there, I was talking a little bit faster than usual, which is something that I've been doing a conscious effort not to do and to slow down a little bit so that you can still understand what I'm saying. And it's seems to be a bit easier to do that whenever I'm sitting in a room by myself and being all conscious of how fast I'm speaking. So you'll probably notice that I'm speaking a little bit faster than usual on this episode. Also, there are lots of curse words in this episode. So if you're listening to the podcast with uh, small people around, it would probably be a better idea to get the headphones on or listening listen to it later on. One of my favourite things about the whole podcast in general, just the Rebel Matters podcast, is sitting and listening back to the conversation that I had with the guest or guests while I'm doing the, the editing and putting the putting the show together for release and I was laughing my whole off when I was listening back to this one outside. I think the neighbours maybe thought I was a little bit nuts. I was actually going to record this intro outside uh, and do a little bit of a walk around or sit down by the river or something and record the introductions because I've been listening to the Alan Buxton podcast recently and really enjoying it especially the episodes that he's done with his old schoolmate Louis Throw. and I thought I was going to maybe take a leaf out of Alan Buxton's book and do a little walk and talk for the introduction but it actually started raining here just about just as I was about to go and do it so I'm inside still but I might do that at some stage in the future maybe next week who knows so what else did we talk about in this podcast oh yeah there's plenty of kneecap banter because of the connection that I've got with kneecap and also Mowgli Bap was sitting in the audience watching this probably if you've been listening to the podcast in recent times you already know who kneecap are but if not here's a little taster 
lost in his pocket Lost his reputation, now he's known for being a rocket And his dreams name millimeter loaded All my hits, double OD Low-lace scum, that's what they say about me Cause I'm a hit, double OD Low-lace scum, that's what they say about me that's a wee clip from Kneecap's latest track called Hood, which you can find on Spotify. So go and follow those boys as well as the TPM crew when you're setting yourself up with some new music to listen to. Quick update about what's been happening recently. It is a very busy period for me personally at the minute. We are working around the clock to open the Palestine Community Gym this year and organising the fundraising events which come with that. I spent all day recording yesterday with Niall Foley who came up to make some videos and stuff to help us get the, the message out there about what we're trying to do over in Palestine. And we have got an event called Retro Sweat coming up in Ackley on the 15th of June that's going to be kind of an old school kind of aerobics event we'll have some Mr Motivator and Jane Fonda projections some retro music retro clothes and retro exercise so come along to that and actually if you're in Cork we're also gearing up for the biggest event of the year the second gym jam which is going to be on the 20th of july just keep an eye out for the details of that because we haven't released that much about it yet because we're still working on getting the lineup nailed and the, putting the schedule together but the details of that are going to be coming out soon and doing all that on top of keeping actually going and driving forward if you want to support this podcast by the way you can go over to the patreon account rebel matters podcast on patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com you can support the podcast with a monthly subscription of any size and my target for the patreon account is to get to 200 euros per month which should cover some of the costs of producing these episodes on a weekly basis the episodes are coming out every friday at 7 a.m and there is a nice little crew gathering around the the podcast players or whatever you're listening to your podcast from and getting in touch with me over the social media, which is also a great way to support the podcast. Share the episodes on your Instagram stories, send me a message, tag me in uh, your social media posts about the podcast and let me know that you're out there listening. Anyway, let's get stuck into number 45 of the Rebel Matters podcast. During the episode, we talked about how TPM started off, what the TPM name actually stands for, and we also discussed their experiences in RTE, folk music in Ireland, and the folk band that they have, the Mary Wallabers. Fashion, building a brand, punk, how to fund independent music, and fucking loads of other stuff. Sectarianism, Dublin, Ra songs, Brits out, all the up-and-coming hip-hop acts and artists that are in Ireland today and who the lads are listening to. Loads of good stuff. So uh, let's just get stuck into it. TPM Accord, you go.
boys, thanks very much for coming to the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having us. Is there sound coming out of this microphone? It sounds like there's not, but yeah. I mean, there's, there's only a wee bit coming out. It's, it's a bit lower. You can hear them. Which one? Your it one? is. Oh. Yeah, no, you can hear is there a oh. Okay. The, the podcast is called the Rebel Matters Podcast. This is the first live one ever. So if it's a total fuck up, and won't be a fuck up. We're gonna do anything we have to. We have to do. Hey, we couldn't give a fuck. We'll. This is Charles and Andrew from TPM. Hi everyone, how are you getting on? Well, days to be down in Cork. To start off, I suppose the seniors last year was probably one of the maddest things I've ever seen in my life. In the little kind of church venue we used to were in the priest, the priest gowns. Yeah, inflatable church. Was it? Where did you get those? Our friend has a charity. I don't know if it's. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, so our friend has a charity that uh, collects stuff to send to Africa, like medical supplies, and he got a lot of coffins and uh, Bible books and stuff off these priests. The, ch- the priests and saw real, loads real of stuff priest gear well. used. Like bring the, the Bibles over to them. But uh, so he gave us a lend of the the vestments, the real. Is that what it called vestments? Vestments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only I learned that <laughs> uniforms. <afterwards>, so. <laughs> vestments. Yeah. Priests call them threads. <laughs> it was class. <laughs> <laughs> Were two priests killed to get those things? Class. Yeah. Fuck them. So where 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 did T- first of all what does TPM stand for? Oh, two legends messing. Two is that legend. what it stands for? No, no, no that's I heard it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, uh, I don't know, we, we thought of a funny one yesterday. Thought it was like one two yesterday. legends messing or something. Scanias or something. Oh, two legends and Scanias. That's um, what it stands for. That's TPS. Yeah, we just, yeah, I know. You're changing it? It's, t- it's TPS, <laughs> but it stands for two legends and Scanias. Call them whatever we want. No, it was, we, see, we have to go, we don't actually really like the name that much. We kind of think it's a bit of a shit name. You know, because it's just like TPM, but fucking great now because you can come up with loads of different meanings for it. The original was taxpayers' money, but then uh, we changed it to other stuff. So two pretty men, two pretty men, and uh, uh, my favourite is two pints of milk. <laughs> two pints of milk is good. So, but we went, we met our first song and it went viral, and then all these newspapers were asking what our band was called. What's the name we of were band? like, uh, TPM. We were like, it's called TPM. Uh, so we had to just come up with in a hurry. So did you, did you come up with TPM and then come up with taxpayers' money after that? Well, no, yeah, it, it, it was taxpayers' money. Right, we were right. like, oh, taxpayers' money. And then we were like, fuck, that's a bit, a bit of a lame. But it's a bit, you know. And you know. did you start off <laughs> by busking in Dundalk? Is that how you... How you no, I was actually busking with my other band I had at the time. That's the only time I've ever busked. We were you singing curry sauce on the street? No, no, no we only had our first song made, like literally the night before. The night before, we ruled And it. I was busking with my band, and then... Uh, he then was I, in I, yeah, so we, we do that song we made last night. Yeah, oh, we fuck, we might as well for the crack. So, so you were busking with a different band? Yeah. You came along? Yeah. You did curry I mean, sauce? Like, oh, no, yeah, Poison at the Dole. Poison at the Dole, right? Yeah, and then some young fella recorded it on his mobile phone. And then he put it up the internet and just... And now we're here. And now we're fucking here. Here we are. Because of that young fella. So fair play, Stephen, I think his name was. There were about five people on the fucking street. And then the son... A huge crowd us, they said a huge crowd gathered on the street as they started such lying bastards. Not like, they were also like the boys, <laughs> the boys, <laughs> the boys busk sometimes between work to gain more money and stuff like this. We were like, no, we fucking don't. We fucking don't. Where, where, where did it come from? Like, where did TPM? How come you came to be? There's obviously a space there for it. We always loved rapping when we were kids. We used to sit, jump on the trampoline together, rapping in Dublin accents and laughing loads, trying to kind of uh, be insulting to each other and all that. And uh, we liked hip hop and we liked punk as well. So. With the DIY attitude of punk and the, the rapping, you know, we, we kind of were like, well, we can make ourselves rappers then. 
and a lot of the stuff you're doing is very specific, geographically specific, and the, the dog in a, in yeah. a way, isn't it, Nick? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I suppose it's about talking about where you're from and not being maybe Dublin Central or something like that. Change you know, your accent and all that sort of know, stuff. Just yeah. be proud of uh, whatever small town you come from. Uh, what's the crack with Dundalk then? It's fucking great. Is it great? Yeah, it's shit as well. No, but you have to embrace it all. Like it's good. Yeah, we like the shit parts. The only food you can get in Dundalk is chips. It's like you can open a five-star Michelin restaurant in Dundalk, and they're like, "Has it all? Has the steak? It's not too expensive. Nice wine." I sat in with the wife there last Friday, but there was no chips. So they were just. I had to. I have to give it a miss now. Next time. These are kind of in between the north and the south. These are kind of stuck in there. On the border, yeah. It's nicknamed El Paso. Because <laughs> it's just on the border. Well, you were in Dublin the other day, and what were we at? David Keenan has a song, El Paso. Dave, David Keenan. It was called El Paso, El Paso about, in the newspapers because uh, there was always people hiding there and stuff during the trouble. It's like smuggling and all. Yeah, we yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good fella. But uh, yeah, they're, Dundalk is fucking great. <laughs> It's great. I hope he's. Yeah, the dog yeah. is deadly though. It's good. That's a, it's, there's a lot of people referencing. There's a lot of people there's on the run. There's a lot of stuff. Dundalk as well. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's a, there's a nice wildness to Dundalk, you know. People are always yeah. getting chases over the border in their cars and stuff like that. I was actually I seen it on your Instagram so. a week ago or so. Did which one of you posted about getting called a sectarian for singing rebel songs somewhere? Oh, I did. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was at a gig in Whelan's, uh, a five-right family gig. Two years ago. Two or three years ago. We were singing Irish songs. We were singing rebel songs. And then some, some people, some like hip Dubliners were like, man, you're being fucking sectarian. So you better stop fucking singing those songs. And, and then I was, family started I was like singing them. them at the security guards. And then the band that they were all there kind of trying to like impress and vibe with were like, they're not fucking sectarians and started throwing cans at them. And they were like, leave them to us. <laughs> and then give, give, give me uh, access all areas past that are gig in Glasgow. And the O2, so I went through it as well. We were also at their gig there last week. Yeah, it was great. Very good. If you find that the further the further south in Ireland you go, that the, the less of a grasp people have of the maybe the possible influence that those kind of rebel songs would have had on you when you were kids. Uh, I, I, you do and you don't. Once you get past, it, it's it's Dublin, Wicklow, and then it kind of starts getting back. I think it's called right. the Pale. It's just the Pale. I think. <laughs> 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 That's what they call it. But over in the west, even people don't like you know they all like rebels. Like we don't play like, shite ones, you know. We don't. But uh, uh, around the border, certainly there's a, a higher concentration. Like in Leitrim, we play in Ballinamore a bit. Uh, and we play ballads in the other group, and uh, we play in Ballinamore and that. And they're they're fucking, they're pure PIRA. Do you have a favorite rebel song? Favorite rebel song. I like the Sea Around Us. Which is a, 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 a that like the funny one, ones, you know, you know the ones so that are a bit of crack. We wouldn't no really be, just being blind really patriotic, be sort of ones are like, and the lads were great. And, yeah, oh, know, and they had like, the guns, you know. It's, it's not really that much crack, is it? Yeah. <laughs> like there's one, there's one called the Sea Around Us. They so started singing, and the chorus goes, "Oh the sea, oh the sea is the Grog Al McCree. Long may it stay between England and me. It's a sure guarantee that somehow we'll be free. Oh thank God we're surrounded by water." That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Quarter past right. seven in here. We're going to be fucking doing those songs. Sectarians. Yeah, that's it. Fuck you. Two sectarians. Fuck you. Yeah, so that's it. I don't know. What's your favorite rebel song? Rebel song, jeez. Maybe the Isle Alarm Clock. Yeah, that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah, as well, you know. Yeah, let him go into London and it's kind of innocent, you know. It's like he doesn't really know anything. It's like, wow. He gets arrested for having an alarm clock. It's actually a bomb. It's for a bomb. That's the whole joke because it's, it's taken. Taken lunchbox. Yeah, taken lunchbox. Yeah, taken lunchbox. So. And it's old, you know. It's, yeah. Well, actually, that's actually what happened to Brenda Behan. And that's how he got arrested. Yeah, he, he was only 14. He was in there yeah. for about five minutes and he got arrested with a bomb. Yeah. Straight into jail. Where did curry sauce come from? It's a fucking... Uh, it's a fucking... Some people would say China, but we'd say Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say it. We used to work in a curry factory. 
Like, uh, are we talking a code here now? Is actual curry? <laughs> no, we, we used, used to work in a curry, curry factory, factory. like making fucking curry, Mr. Yeah. Curry, and Mr. Curry. Curry. He's ran by a man called Paul. <laughs> He's a nice fella. Yeah, we were getting the bus down to work in the curry factory for like one one night a week, and then one night Charles, uh, Charles was working on a night shift, and I wasn't, and he was the only one there. <laughs> And he spilt like 150 litres of oil. And of hot oil all over the, the floor. Pub, and he called me and was like, hey, you, you need to come down here. It's a situation. And so I dragged we went down. We had to stay up till fucking five in the morning. Turn out and mop up oil with uh, cardboard. And then we might eat that curry the next day. And quit the fucking job. Quit the job. Quit the job. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck Although Mr. Curry, it's, it's fucking lovely. It's, uh, it's good curry, you know. You, can, you, you know. It's concentrated curry paste. And where did you just get the guy to stand in the shower and... Robbie Nardone, Robbie Nardone. He's, he's, actually, the king of he's actually in the pub now watching the <laughs> football. But we were going to get him down. He's, he started performing with us. Robbie Nardone is his name. And uh, we met him at a 21st birthday party in the dock. And we knew him we, before that. When we, were made, we had already recorded the song, and we were like, let's make a music video for it. And around the town, I could hear people being like, you have to get Robbie in the video. He fucking loves curry. And I, so I met him. And, uh, and Robbie was like, Robbie was like, I heard you doing a video about curry sauce. He was like, I want to be in it. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, I'll, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Like that. So we and we were, like, we were like, can we call curry in? sauce on you? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And it's a still to this way the most professional person I've ever fucking dealt with because we he came around to our curry in the house. <coughs> and we were living in like a tiny house in the middle of town. And uh, he just we, came in. We had like fluorescent lights lighting up the whole bathroom and stuff like that. Like it, was, it was like porn. Like we were it's kind of a moldy it bathroom. <laughs> it's like it porn. porn. Yeah, that was the whole it idea. Is, it's it like a sexual porn, yeah. fetish. It's just about how people in um, in Dundalk love curry so much that it's like nearly like a sex thing. So the music video is is like all these fetish videos that we found on the internet of like there's one of a lad wearing high heels sucking up. Uh, women's knickers with a hoover popping the air out there. Popping air out of air maxes, that's another one. And it's fucking people standing on stuff, that's another another one. And then standing on We were just trying yeah. to find the scummiest ones, so, so we'd have like uh, like like women smoking fags really close up and all that. And then uh, uh, there's one of this woman in Thailand and she drinks about 20, drinks about 20 bottles, of bottles of beer. And bikini, it's like, yeah. Apparently, it's a it's really bloated. Yeah, she just gets fucking pissed. She just gets fucking pissed. Some people like women that can drink. <laughs> and that's how, us. How much of your videos and your music is kind of geared at making people as uncomfortable as fuck? We're not against it, but we're not against it. We don't really set out to do anything with, with songs. We kind of make a song itself. and then whatever. The worst, the worst reaction you could get is someone going, mm, yeah, that's nice, isn't it? One time we were yeah. playing in Leitrim and uh, we were doing 2pm and we were playing ballads later somewhere else so Sean was there and he was in the crowd and there was this like couple in their 60s watching us and uh, the, the husband stormed out in the middle of it and before he left he was like who was it fucking two lads on stage talking about their mickeys how could you jive to that <laughs> and I think that's a great and it's actually like it's probably the best thing that can be said about us we so. were fucking delighted yeah so that's what we do do many people kind of describe you as a novelty act uh, sometimes sometimes less, less recently less recently because uh, we released Fuck RT and, uh, and then people were like oh yeah that's like really ser-. you know what we're not that, that serious people so we're not going to start like rapping like, like, oh we're your fucking we'll it's, gut it's you like a fish do you know what I mean <laughs> you wouldn't do that it's, all, it's just being honest it's just yeah, being honest so, so there, it, you know some of the songs are funny but most of the songs are kind of funny they're humorous because we're, we're that's just the way we go on but they do pack a punch at the same time. Like, these yeah. aren't fucking around. Like, We're not fucking writing songs about nothing. I don't like making a, pu- a song and then having no point, you know? Yeah, I would like. like so, like, the, I think the song that we do that may, probably makes the least point is the, is the uh, He Didn't Sell Me Weedy, So Me Skunk. Yeah, we, we don't really like that song. We don't really like that song. Kind of of but, 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 but you know, we, it grew on us there the last two days. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like. 
You but can kind of write a song about anything. But still, even at that, I kind of had a thing. It was just about, like, when we were younger. Like, because weed is illegal. First bag of weed I ever bought, I went down to an estate, bought it off Davy Quinn. Good man, Davy. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be I am gonna be busted in town. But, uh, uh <laughs> but, um, I went down to his house and I was like, uh, can I uh, buy a bag of weed off you? And he was like, yeah, uh, do you wanna buy Valium instead? And I was like, no, no, he offered me Xanax. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm grand, just, just, a a, just a weed, please. And he was like, same buzz, same buzz. <laughs> Try it like that. I was like, I don't, I don't want Xanax. Will you give me weed? And he's like, suit yourself like that. And, and uh, uh, that's that's the whole point of that song is that like you know when you're a teenager and you're buying weed, you, you generally unless your parents are fucking hippies, you know, you have to go to the fucking dodgiest cons in town. Like, why, yeah, I, I've never had to buy a, a bag of weed in an alleyway since I turned about seventeen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> as soon as you get past the age of being probably. Stabbed for being a loudmouth teenager. Do you know the worst as well is if you, if you go and buy a bag of weed when you're 15 or 16, and then you get to their house and they go, "Come in and smoke a joint while I while I uh, while I measure it out," and you're like, "Oh fuck this!" No. You're sitting in there, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone in the corner like screaming on the floor, "I'll get him when he's out of prison," you know. <laughs> we were on the bus back from Dublin last night. It was ten yeah. years before, yeah. and uh, we got the bus back from the air coach from Dublin to Cork at midnight. And there was a, just a guy at the back of the bus to whipped out this massive bag of weed. He's like, do you want to buy weed? We're like, no, no, we're, we're good. And he goes, well, do you want some uh, Valium? Same buzz. But he took eight Valiums. Same buzz. Okay, <laughs> on, the, on the bus. <laughs> eight Valiums every two he seconds. Like, he was showing us how much he was eating. He was like, drink it with the Coke. It's good with the sugar. Buses are fucking... That's the fucking places these the bus that actually, buses. He actually had a good technique for smoking weed on the bus. <laughs> he said that if you go into the toilet and put, turn the tap on and blow the smoke down the sink, <laughs> that the, the fire alarm doesn't go off. I wonder if that worked in an airplane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's worth fucking testing out, isn't it? <laughs> so then he's copied and he kept with that fucking... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you've been fucking told, haven't you? Well, ah. What happened there? You're a bastard. So in 95, uh, we met we a song called Fuck <laughs> uh, No, we had, uh, I think, right, so when we released, released Fuck RT, we didn't realise that Kneecap were doing it as well. I saw it on an Instagram story. I was like, all oh, right. And so then the first time we met you, well, the second time we met you, because the first time we met you was a different story altogether. And uh, uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, at the time at Electric Picnic, we came over, and I remember specifically handing you the Fuck RT sticker to be like, here, have a sticker, and you were like, oh, oh, all right, is that all right? You know, but uh, uh, do you know what? When we released the song, then you know, we had the song for we, we were performing it for ages because we're lazy cunts and we don't release enough. I we don't actually, think. But we, we were, were getting better. it live for two years with a track, an instrumental of one of Action Bronze because tracks, we never we got, didn't even bother making we didn't even bother making a track for it. <laughs> no, just, and we were like know. rapping over this pre made Action Bronson track, and then uh, uh we 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 the the, the Chorus is the issue because when we released it, then we know we were getting comments saying they aren't the only MCs saying fuck the law and fuck RT. Kneecap also said it's it's because we say we're the only MCs saying fuck the law. And fuck we actually RT. appreciate all MCs. Any, fuck any RT. MCs that say fuck <laughs> RT are fine in our books. Hey, no. We were last year in our Electric Picnic in the artist uh, campsite. We, there was about four or five of us gathered around your tent because it's one of those fuck RT stickers on it. We were like <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were about to set your tent on fire, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think you came down then afterwards. And then yeah, of course, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, well, you didn't set the tent on fire, that's good. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. 
because we're not we're not like you guys. You guys are, we're a higher class. Don't you guys are from Belfast. You're always throwing things at each other, and <laughs> causing trouble. Why don't you like RT? Because uh, they're fucking uh, desperate fucking crowds that are old Ireland. Their, their, their videos on YouTube get about six hundred views, and then you're expect someone someone who has no money. In a council flat, it's expected to pay for a TV license for like five people in RTE to get half to get, a million to get all the, money. the trouble is, is that nothing. when artists go into RTE, right? So like uh, Hardy Bucks, uh, the Rubber Bandits, uh, they go in with an idea. Hardy Bucks, in particular, as as an example, right? Is they go in with an idea that's already made on YouTube and is excellent. So then they go into RTE and RTE are like. We're gonna give you money. We're gonna get you the show, and it's gonna be on RT. How do you like that, guys? And they're like, oh, "Fucking great! My art now is going to reach a new platform, and more people are gonna see it, and more people are gonna like it." But then they go, "Oh, uh, but also you have to bring this producer with you on every shoot, and he's gonna make sure you don't say anything that's out of hand, you know." And so every small idea, like all these small ideas, get changed until the artist ends up putting out a lesser quality product than the original product, and RT walk away with the money. And no blame, and the artist gets the blame for it. People go, oh yeah, you know, Hardy Bucks was absolutely unbelievable on YouTube, but wasn't, they, you know, they kind of lost it a wee bit on RT, it wasn't as good. And it's it's not their fucking fault, it's RT's fault. And they expect to get fucking TV licenses fucking paid for. It's, it's a fucking, fuck RT. Fuck RT. They can suck our fucking wee Mickeys. <laughs> Did, so RT, did they ban curry sauce? Was that his kind no, of part of the journey there? No, they asked to come and do a song on a programme and uh, we, we sent them our lyrics and took out all the curse words and all that they asked. And, uh, and we shortened it to two minutes, that was another we, thing. Yeah, we and had, we had to short, like, yeah, shorten yeah. the track and all, we were grand. We sent it to them, they are like, guys, it's great, fab, see you soon. So we got there that day and we done a sound check and then uh, this producer came down and was like, guys, love the stuff, it's crazy. You're just going to have to change a couple of words, you know. But we're like, after no, already not. sending them the words. We're like, we can't do that. He's like, well, there's going to be a gap in the show if you don't do it. And we were like, oh, well, we can't change the lyrics. And uh, he was saying, you can't leave. And we were like, so, <laughs> like what the fuck do you mean? And then we were like, we could do a biscuit eating to, competition. He didn't want us to say, smoke that curry. So the chorus is, eat that curry, drink that curry, roll it up and smoke that curry. And he was like, guys, we know it's about heroin. And we were like, what the fuck are you doing? Tinfoil tray. <laughs> He's like, give me a tinfoil tray and if you have a Sunday roast, you can throw it away. Yeah, that's one of the lines. One of the lines in the song goes, yeah, first, if, if you want to know the way to my heart, I'll give you a clue where you can start. First, get me a tinfoil tray and if you have a Sunday roast, just fuck it away, right? Which is literally about eating curry sauce, right? <laughs> and uh, if you didn't fucking notice. Uh, and your man was like, a bit about tinfoil, you know, smack, gear, heroin, you know, brown, you know. And we were like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? And we were like, no, in Dundalk we still eat out of tinfoil trays. We don't have all our food in fucking slates like in Dublin. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, you know, and, if, and, and he did this other fucking thing where we were, we were, we were standing there being like, we're, we, we're not going to change the lyrics now. We haven't fucking changed them. We didn't really... Originally when they asked us to fucking do it, we were like, no, we don't want to do it. And then I said it to Andrew, and Andrew was like, are you fucking joking me? He was like, let's fucking ask We were actually we going to do a thing called the Richie Kavanagh Brothers. <laughs> Where we went on and just done a Richie Kavanagh just song. Just dressed up like Richie Kavanagh and did like Richie Kavanagh. But again, Richie we're too Kavanagh. lazy to, to just get lost. Fucking do so we ended up doing the Cuddy song. Yes, I fucking will, know. Will I know, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. There, might, there may be a Richie Kavanagh tribute in the world. Your brother might be involved. Wet Junior Brother, possibly. So, that's not a joke. And, uh, uh, yeah, so he goes, he goes, then he goes, well, there's going to be a gap in the programme, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't do it. 
And we were like, oh. <laughs> we're like that, we that's can't do it. We were like, that's a shame. And he was like, let me go upstairs and talk to the people upstairs and see what I can do. And uh, uh, he went, he left the room. And me and Andrew started laughing because we knew he was just going up to his office to look at his fucking Some phone. Some of the people who were working there. <laughs> playing sweat off. And we were just laughing. Were, told us he was the head producer. So he was like, the head, he's the head the producer. He's not going to talk to anyone. And we were like, thanks for telling us. And then he came down and he said, guys, Fortunately, there's nothing we can do. And we were like, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do. And we said, give us our fucking canteen vouchers. And so we got our canteen vouchers and left and went and got fucking pissed. And it was a much better night because of it. <laughs> so fuck our tea. But we actually had the song written before that happened. So oh, yeah, this isn't a res- like that is not a, a response to them doing that. Fuck our tea song. We, re- we had it already like, written and then, and then, then. After uh, uh, well, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Who, I who don't the fuck are kneecap? kneecap? What's uh? What are they? Oh, must be some Belfast guy. Is that a singer like that? Kneecap. Yeah. They're a band. A band. 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 Cool. They're awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them there looking up at us the whole fucking time, winking. That's a young chap. He's gorgeous looking, really. You know. He's cute almost. Cute almost. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, what was he going to say there? About, ah, uh, fuck yeah, fuck <laughs> Yeah, fuck Just fuck them. Oh yeah, so so the song wasn't a response to that. We kind of we, we, we knew just it knew they were cunts yeah. anyway. You know, and it's not even the people does. that work there. It's just the the people that are like you know you have to you, if you want to work in the entertainment industry in Ireland, of course you have to deal with RT or you work in media. Of course you have to deal with them. But um, it's like the people that aren't allowing change. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, it, it's a fucking joke. You know, I, f- I sound like I'm fucking talking to Joe Duffy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking joke. It's terrible. Joe. You know. So how are you going about building your fan base then? Because it has to be done kind of outside of the mainstream in, in many yeah. ways, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah like everything we've done so far has just been from our posts. It's all organic. Uh, yeah, it's organic, I suppose. You know, it's definitely. Uh, uh, we we since 2015, we've probably said yes to 90 percent of the gigs that we've been offered, and we're starting to kind of slow down because. We 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 play loads and loads of gigs. We play like easily three gigs a week, and uh, uh, anywhere, all over Ireland, and like Ballinamore and my girl's pub in Leitrim, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's a fucking unbelievable spot. But it's unexpected to be like down in Leitrim, and we've been playing gigs with Jinx and all. So, like our fan base has grown just by literally going everywhere and playing gigs, and uh, uh, it's all organic. You know, we don't have any representation of any kind, and, and uh, we probably won't. And uh, 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 it's all slow organic always always growing so it's good and and the fans that we have are like are all f- fans do you know what I mean they're aware of the stuff we're doing and they like it and so they engage with us and all that so it's fucking it's great and you're going to Glastonbury this year as well yeah we're yeah. going to Glastonbury this year class yeah it'd be, it'd be good alright yeah, yeah, yeah. we were there two years ago and it was uh, it was wild it, it was, was crazy wild it was a crazy party <laughs> yeah it's good the English are very obedient yeah <laughs> he's going to bring so, the, the priest garments over there we haven't thought about it until you said it. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, fucking absolutely well, actually. Yeah. You can do it if you want. You're great. Well, it's a good, it's a good weapon to use. Yeah. Absolutely. So where are we at with hip hop in Ireland at the moment then? Great. In a fucking very good fucking place. Great. A very fucking good place. Like the, the we we have a we built a venue in the back of our house that we're renting. Is this a true story? Yes, absolutely true. There was a barn of a four hundred year old fortification at the back of it, and it was full full of with mattresses and cars and all that. And so we cleared it all out and built a stage in it. And we put on DIY gigs that are once a month and they're 20 euro out and you get, uh, it's BYOB and then we have acts, we had Junior Brother playing and Miles Manley and Jinx Lennon and all this and uh, we pay artists as well, that's like the whole reason why we charge out to it and we, we can probably pay probably the same price as Whelan's pay for the midnight hour, if not more, for an act out in our shed in, outside Dundalk and uh, um, 
where was it? Where was we it? had a hip hop night on. Yeah, we had a hip hop night on with uh, uh, the lads from Limerick Hazy, Citrus Fresh, and Strange Boy Nature, and uh, uh, they're some of the best fucking. Citrus just released a, 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 a kind of an EP mixtape sort of thing there the other day, and it's absolutely fucking unreal. All their own accents, all their own style, their own references. None of this like, oh yeah. We in the club, you yeah, know, it's like, it's you know, you're fucking RD, you know what I mean? So there's, there's what a good, uh, the only club in RD is Because people are, are, are being happy with being themselves. And yeah, being it's like, even kneecap as well. Like, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. What's like, brought us to this, this stage? Have the rubber band has been a big influence? I think they did do yeah, a lot. absolutely did do a lot. I suppose they kind of broke the barrier where it's like, you don't. it doesn't just have to be comedy if it's Irish rappers, because we're not just a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an Irish skill to be like, oh, if we're rapping, it's like, oh, that's a bit ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So uh, they started, like, like, like we're doing surreal comedy, they kind of... Well, Lim- Limerick certainly got a bad fucking you know? name, do you know what I mean? And and, and people would be... People still... We were, we were putting on a Limerick appreciation night, the last gig in the house. We were, like, celebrating all the, all the art, artists in Limerick because there's fucking serious stuff. And we were like, let's do it in Dundalk. And, and uh, uh, still people were like, oh, Limerick night. Jeez, you want to watch out in Limerick, you know? Fuck, the people stabbing each other, and it's it's like it's a bit like fuck ye, you know? It's 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 well, it's fucking comes kind of back to over to you, we as well in the Dublin media, but uh, um, it's I, it seems like Irish people are a bit more proud of themselves, and uh, uh, we certainly are, and we're getting more proud of ourselves, and, and Irish people aren't so quick uh, as artists to be like, oh, don't even you know, Irish you music is a bit popular. more popular. Yeah. At the minute, you know, there's kind of a folk revival because people aren't so embarrassed by it, you know. Yeah. Remember they used to play Irish music, sometimes it'd be a bit like, oh, Oof. you know, that's, that's not very cool. Yeah, if you compare that to like the mainstream sort of pop music, and there is still a mainstream of pop music in Ireland where yeah. everyone's trying to fit into a formula yeah. to make yeah. it the radio. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. But you know what, there's, a, there's a, a huge amount of Irish bands and stuff that I listen to all the time now, and I would have been pretty like a... Pissy about the Irish music scene or whatever. Yeah, well, and, and now, we, like the yeah. last few years, there's just it's great. There's yeah, a great alternative to, music scene. We're listening to uh, Kneecap, Kneecap, amazing guys. guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Got an amazing, amazing repertoire of songs. <laughs> do without the the party stuff, the IRA stuff. It does get a bit scary when I'm listening to it. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, Hazy Hayes from Limerick, Citrus Fresh, post-punk and Post Punk Podge, Junior Brother Lankham. Uh, Jinx Lennon is the, the, the fucking best. The Deadlians from Dublin, who has who have a song called "I Don't Want to Ride You Anymore," and it's fucking <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> well worth looking at. Yeah, Sean Fitzgerald wrote it. Yeah, like on Spotify, uh, the only subscription I actually pay for is my Spotify subscription because I think the Discover Weekly and all that the, the algorithms do work to show you new music and it's great. And uh, more recently. I, w- I realized that one of my daily mixes was all Irish music, and I was like, "This is fucking." And it's it, and it's stuff you you don't you wouldn't be listening to because you're like, "Well, we'll give each other a dig out and all that." That's kind of. There's no point in doing what's that. What's the point in doing that? You don't like you know? the stuff. You don't like it. That you don't fucking yeah. like it. Uh, uh, so, but it's great. There was something I want meaning to ask you about, and I think that Blind Boy actually talked about it before as well. That uh, the he was kind of you know his approach is to kind of do the hot takes that the uh, get come out your black and tans was an earlier version of Fuck the Police. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. we had uh, recent controversies about people writing Brits out and stuff like that. Yeah. 
And then <laughs> they weren't fucking biting it. <laughs> they were they were fucking screaming at the top of their lungs. In the media. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to ask you what you thought about that because I think that in it in a way it's connected with some of the stuff that you guys are doing and making people uncomfortable yeah. and making them a little bit shifty on their seats. And also the fact that you are kind of living quite close to the border and that's yeah. a very topical kind of thing people, at the moment. People are afraid with any sort of mention of republicanism in a way, I think. And and uh, because they're because they're yeah, so that you'll find they can't even have fun about it. It's you know? the same thing of uh, kind of be, not being proud, but even even getting away from 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 the republicanism thing, but up saying up the rise kind of nearly yeah. punctuation at this the dog, stage. You, like do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, up the rise. It doesn't know, mean it's, like it's it, saying up the fucking rise doesn't mean I support the provisional Irish Republican Army. You know they're two different sides. It does actually mean that doesn't. <laughs> it means yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's such a common saying. In the dog. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want to go and get pissed up tonight? The up the rat. fucking rat! <laughs> no, and some people don't understand that. No, some people are going. You shouldn't be saying That's that. That's very sectarian, you know. It's like, <laughs> but, uh, in the dark, you can't walk down the street without hearing someone say it. You know? Up the rat! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, like people getting worried about saying Brits out, I wouldn't be too concerned about uh, uh, people getting worried about uh, people saying Brits out because uh, uh, the British Empire is fine and well and uh, uh, it, you don't need to be too concerned about, you know, as for offending I don't want to British people, the British Empire. Yeah, no. no like. Fuck the British Empire and the British government as well, you know, so I would I, fucking say Brits out if you want to. <laughs> no. the, we talked a little bit about the Limerick hip-hop scene, the Belfast scene, is alive and well and if you look at in the incidents in history where hip-hop has come to the very top have generally come from places that have that have social issues that are there that yeah are, absolutely and, and so is the yeah. same thing happening in dundalk is that what's is that what the crack is yeah i think so yeah. i think we're, we're just writing about what we know like what we see around the place if, if you if you're if you have a really comfortable situation what are you going to write about like that you really enjoy your cup of tea in the morning your, or your cup of fucking espresso coffee you know no one wants to fucking hear about it you know, we're all human and we all have problems and so it's a great way to get rid of your problems is by writing about them and performing about them and, and kind of making fun of them as well. That's kind of more of what we fucking do is kind of make fun of our problems. We, we think the idea of, of uh, uh, being poor and trying to make it sexy is fucking unreal, do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> like we started at the it's lowest like, possible we yeah. are, you know, and we rather yeah. than being lazy and, and stuff oh, like that. So. And, uh, that's like, it's great. It's it's, great no one wants to hear about people in a really comfortable position. You know, if, if yeah. someone's sitting across from you talking about their fucking house being like, it's amazing, curtains it's, are about that fucking thick in it. It's like I put, <laughs> it's like I put a fucking curtain You can't hear anything out from it, it's only just all. And, and it's like, you know, yeah. whereas if someone's talking you to you and they're going, point. oh, the fucking blinds, you know, oh, the sun, is, it's fucking just per, as per usual, you know. Charles made a good point. More like it, it's, a, it's far more funny somebody thinking they won the lotto and not winning it than someone actually winning the lotto. You know, no one wants to fucking hear about people's fucking, how good people, like, people do Pretty want to hear about how, how good success. people are doing, but they don't want to hear gloating. Yeah. And in hip-hop, the, the one of the big kind of elements of hip-hop has always been the fashion. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe you aren't, you're doing something a bit different there. We are, we What's the story yeah. with that? So we, 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 we grew up with punk as well, so we're, we're kind of, uh, like the DIY attitude of punk, we used to listen to like hardcore punk from like the Dead Kennedys and stuff like that and the Sex Pistols and uh, at the same time listen to 50 Cent. Like we used to listen to 50 Cent going to primary school in the morning <laughs> on the swings. And, uh, uh, and on the swing set and that. And, uh, I actually I got a ludicrous CD taken off me for my birthday once. Chicken and bear. I, I asked my sister, she was like, what do you want for your birthday? I was about nine. 
was like, get me a ludicrous CD, will you? She was like, uh, yeah, 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 I, I don't really know him. And she got me the CD, and track number 10 was called Pussy Poppin'. And, uh, and it's not the most fucking, Never you know, he's this. not fucking William Shakespeare, now, but, uh, um, you know, <laughs> fuck William Shakespeare, too, so. But uh, I showed it to my brother, I was like, listen to this. And I put his headphones in, and he was like, he was like, what the fuck is that? And I got taken off me. You know, but uh, um, same time, punk. So the, the fashion thing, you know, we like dressing nice. But we don't, we don't be wearing like hoodies and that because, because it's not what we do. So yeah, do you feel like you're building a brand with TPM? Is that part Maybe of is that part of the thing you have happening. to do if you're if you're creating a like a, an entity and you're creating a following? Is building a brand a big part of it? I think in a way, yeah. I don't think we like. I don't think we. If we do it by accident, we still do it, you know what I mean? So we're like always learning it's as just we developing go. into its own thing, you know, we we're do, kind of letting it develop. We do like all our own design ourselves and we do all our own uh, like posters ourselves and all our own t-shirts ourselves. Like we, we buy blank t-shirts and then our friend Gronje prints our designs onto them in the in a screen printing place for us. And uh, um, like we create our own style, but we're always learning as we're going. And that's, that's I think, the punk side of it is kind of DIY, which, which is also hip-hop. It's anti-authority kind of rebellious music that, that says that you don't need the best of stuff to make something good and it's it's absolutely our mission statement so yeah. building a brand probably but we, we don't really know what we're doing because so no one fucking knows what we're doing Where is that at the minute in terms of gigs and stuff like that how do you book gigs and how are you getting gigs is there someone like people no, we, up? I mean, at this point we've been just booking gigs ourselves we, we book gigs ourselves but we just, messages we just, we just get contacted and asked to play and uh, it's, it's true networking as well we meet like promoters and that and and We'll just meet them on a night. Uh, the, like, it's it's. We don't be fucking begging anyone for gigs, and I think that's why we, we never ask for a TBN gig. Like you know, because we we're more like we don't want to fucking play a gig. How do you, you know? tread that lane between being the artists and creative and stuff like that, and then having to be like a hard ass whenever someone's pushing you for the price of a gig or something? We're like actually we're we're nearly better at that. Like, we're uh, actually probably better at the fucking right <laughs> the right inside of it. To be honest, because uh, uh, we we just. Like uh, uh, for the last year or so, we didn't even write that much because we were doing so many gigs and yeah. doing so much of that music industry stuff. Like it's a lot. It's, it's a only now we're actually getting writing and and getting to enjoy doing what we're doing. Yeah, creatively. We're like worrying a lot the, less about getting gigs now we because we've fucking done loads no. of gigs. So, so we we just want to kind of try and enjoy, enjoy ourselves new more and stuff because it's, you lose some creativity when you have to be you fucking do. sending emails and then every every fucker you know well nearly every fucker that you, that that you get in touch with is like how much how much do you charge for a gig and you say this much and they go you know we maybe can you know afford it. and you're like oh, for fuck's sake just fuck <laughs> yeah, you have to do your shit the logistical money. stuff stopped us from writing songs yeah. a bit you know or it slowed us down so you know but but we're just starting again to write other than that we're, we're we're pretty good businessmen i think because uh like we we do we do we used to go to uh, jinx's gigs jinx lennon's gigs and sell his merch from and he, he reckons we're really good salesmen. And we did it for Junior Brother too. And, and there was, we, there's rumours going around we're good salesmen. We're better at selling other people's merch as, <laughs> as anyone would be. You know, it's easier to sell Get other people's stuff. Are, are you planning on rattling out an album sooner? Probably, yeah. We weren't, we, we've, you know. We will eventually. We like. will. But we're not too concerned. We're just about recording a folk album, album there. The we want to put out a new music video soon. So yeah. we'll try and put out a music video for a song we have. This is another thing Bad I didn't Priest. know. Bad Priest. Bad Priest, yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the gist? So there priest. was this priest in, in the West who was going, going around riding like mad. and uh, Housewives, not Adults, children. adults. Just kind of better. But uh, he was riding around him like mad and he got moved to a different parish and we found out from some local information. So and we think we, it's fucking... Good on him. Why not riding kids? Fucking better than riding... Based know. on a true story? 
Oh, fucking hell. We'll show you the Facebook page after this. Fucking absolutely. And if anyone that we don't know wants to see it, we'll show you for €20. Yeah. Another thing that I didn't know until today was that you're actually involved in a kind of trad folk band as well. Yeah, we're in a folk band called Mary Wallopers. Playing in here tonight. And we're playing at a quarter past seven in here. Similar, similar vibe again. It's like a same it's like attitude, folk and punk. And people hip-hop. always go, "Oh, you're in a folk band. That's odd." And it's like, well, when you think about it, we're in a kind of a, we're in a hip hop group, and, and it's it's about uh, rebelling and it's anti authority and all that, and uh, it's about partying as well. And then look at look at Irish folk music, and look at folk music in general, and uh, uh, it's the fucking same stuff. It's the, there's a song we do called "The Wife of the Bell Tenant Farmer" that's about. Uh, uh, the evictions and the formation of the National Land League of Ireland and uh, in 2018 and 19 there's people being evicted in exactly the same way so they're still all relevant songs and some of them are humorous and some of them are about drinking pints and we like doing that so why not sing about it? Do you get very often people coming up and saying you know that song just yes. did does, is, it, is this what it means? And then they, no, they have oh, a meaning or Not really not, all, not, not, really. not as much as I think like to probably so, Sometimes but, uh, people do I think in, in Ireland in a way people kind of don't uh, with the folk stuff you're on about, yeah. With well, either, either. either. Okay. Well, with the folk stuff anyway. I think in Ireland, people people sometimes don't Other appreciate uh, 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 Ireland's own folk stuff. It's it's once again that thing of Ireland kind of not appreciate. Won't listen to the Clancy Brothers. listen to Bob Dylan. You know. You know they won't listen to the Clancy Brothers. Shut up. We're doing a show here, man. Jesus fucking Christ! What are we doing? What an asshole! Can someone get a number plate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last night in Trabalgan, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, so people people w- would kind of scoff at the Clancy brothers and not li- and then go like Dylan was a genius, but he just fucking ripped them off. Some like, of the literally early albums like, off, have man. songs that are like there's a song that I think it's called the Leaving Call or something, but it's the Parking Glass. You just change some of the words, you know. It's like Bob Dylan's a fucking genius. Dylan is a but fucking genius. The Irish stuff's a fucking goofy, you know. Yeah, yeah so people are kind of like, you know. It's kind of a, ke- a Celtic Tiger mentality, really. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to be Irish anymore. Well, like, Bloody you know. English now. Yeah, I know. But it's a nice folk revival now as well. Like, people, there's more yeah. of an appreciation for folk music, I think. Yeah, rightly yeah. so. But when when we're playing, like, we played gigs with the with the folk group in Norway, and we played, uh, we did a two week tour of Europe last uh, November. Uh, and uh, uh, like people listen differently god god forbid me saying it but e- in england people listen Fuck to irish goodness. folk music a lot more and english people not not like not we weren't going around europe playing to we irish, play irish pubs cuz but people just Irish. listen you know and and in ireland people are kind of just like i heard it all before but but then when they actually get forced to listen they're like that's fucking great, you know. It's just because the the songs like, are stories. It's not the Temple Bar thing, you know. And I think yeah, we don't Irish do the fields of Ireland or fucking Irish music. The Wild Rover, even right. aside from its singular songs, like yeah. it's just the, the whole aesthetic of Irish music that's portrayed in tourism. Makes, a lot in makes people think Irish music is fucking stupid, you know. Yeah. But when they actually listen to old folk songs and not just the ones they're gonna hear. Yeah. See everywhere. Like if they listen to them ones, then yeah, they, they mean a lot. It, the songs know? mean a fucking hell of a lot, and they're they're like the, the, they're. Forever relevant, but that kind of putting that stuff down is kind of a post-colonial mindset. Yeah, well. absolutely, I totally yeah. think so. It's, it's like it was known as the land guilt. of saints and scholars for a reason. Yeah. Known, What's been your maddest gig so far? Maddest. We, we yeah. played a gig in uh, Monaghan, maybe was it? No, no Hastings, England. Hastings, in England, yeah. actually. So between Monaghan, we were, and we, were, we played a, a festival in in Hastings in England called uh, Fat Tuesday, and it's like a New Orleans Mardi Gras sort of festival, and. Uh, uh, 
you do three gigs in one night and the whole town is like uh, all venues and all the pubs uh, do it and there's loads of bands playing and we played a gig there and they fucking I don't know what the fuck they were fucking must have been taking cocaine or something <laughs> you <laughs> you were totally fucking mad. wild <laughs> Uh, that was a pretty mad gig crazy. I don't know if it, oh fuck this was the maddest gig actually we played a gig we were asked to play a gig once and your man banged the cup of curry in front of us no 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 that's happened a few times but <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the, we were asked to do a fun, uh, fundraiser for a man who died on holidays oh, right okay. this man no, died and they were like so a friend of the family was like they're doing a fundraiser uh, to get him home and uh, we really, like, are you able to do it? And we were like, you know, we, it was back when we, like, this is part of the reason we kind of try and stay away from some fundraisers because we're like, no, it's fucking not appropriate. We learned this by action. You know? <laughs> but uh, 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 So we went into the spirit store because we said we'd do it. And we were like waiting, waiting to get up on the stage. And uh, <laughs> the, 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 on the stage, there was a big projector with a picture of your man holding two bottles of beer in Malaga. Like that, with sunglasses on. That said, RIP, whatever, whatever, the dates. And that they were like, okay, lads, you're, you're like, going to go on in five minutes. And they were like, just before you go on, there's a young fella who's out there writing a song for your man, and they want to play it uh, before you go on. And we were like, that's grand, whatever. And, and he, this fucking young fella goes on stage and, and starts an playing. Voice playing this with the most beautiful fucking voice. Like, it was made of silk or something. <laughs> he was, like, singing this fucking song about your man, and the family started all crying, right? And they were all like, you know, we love him so much. And then your man gets off the stage, they're all clapping, and, like, fucking tears stream down their face. And then they're like, and now, TPM. And we come out Yeah, we love writing guards. Let's get All these fucking hard men looking at us. Just people just... <laughs> clenching her fists, vibrating with the temper. What happens to go fucking? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh fuck, thanks, you know. It just doesn't work out for anyone, you know. It's not yeah. their fault. It's very awkward. Like it was a fucking emotional night, and we did. We cut our set short, and just we just fucking left. We were like, yeah, fuck this. So that's the maddest yeah, thing ever. Uh, hopefully that never fucking happens again. No. So if, if one of your family actually, members die, we're, we're not doing the fucking gig, right? <laughs> we'll come to the funeral. We'll come to the funeral. Has there ever been a stage where you thought you were going to get a gig shut down? Oh yeah, times, yeah, a few yeah. times. It just hurt to, especially uh, DJing at festivals. Especially DJing, before. yeah, people so, you know, again a good few rays. Security uh, people, a lot of the time, uh, take their jobs too seriously, and uh, 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 go above and beyond the call of duty. Fucking well, be, well, well, well beyond the call of duty, most of the time, and they kind of take it as like a kind of a. Don't, it must be the fucking jackets, you know? They put on the jacket and they start on. Yeah. Don't do that, you know. And they go, I kind of like this. I like the feeling of that. And they go, don't do that. And then they go, fucking yeah. Wait, wait, can you go? You can't do that. Yeah, no, and and it's no. it, they just go beyond us. So we've had we've had different gigs kind of shut down or people fucking round with us and all that sort of stuff. And we played uh, we played at the Vodafone Comedy Festival a few years ago, and we threw out packets of curry to everyone in the crowd. And they started opening them and fucking them all over the place. And, then, and we got fined for our gig. Uh, uh, we got fined 70 euros so they could clean the drapes. But Vodafone can't afford to clean fucking curtains. <laughs> Which is beyond me. I thought they were fucking better off than that. So if you have any fucking spare change, we're doing a collection at the end of the night for Vodafone. <laughs> do you have any super fans that go to all the gigs? And the Sometimes. like There's some people who come to a lot of them. Like one night we were playing in... Uh, Cavern. In Cavan somewhere, and somebody drove the whole way from Longford to the gig. Drove from Longford to come and see us because they were like, we, we don't know when we got another chance to see us. 
so that's, that's class, you know. I, th- I think we have good fans, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, we really like, like our fans. Because, because we like haven't a, done much PR or anything like that, we've just done everything ourselves. People who, who like our page like us. Yeah, they, like they, 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 they probably yeah, literally know us. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, the crack of them. like we like being close to uh, uh, people that are fans <laughs> of PPM. Yeah. You know, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's sounding when you're saying that. You're like, like being close to the fans. But it is true. We don't. We don't have any middle person. I so think, it, I we, think we, if you like what we're saying as well, we're probably going to get on with you. Yeah. Because you're probably of the same opinion. You, know, you, know, you probably so. have the same situation as us and the same opinions as us. So if you like what we're saying, we're probably, we'll get on with you. But uh, 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 I was going to say something there about, um, can't fucking remember, it doesn't matter. Like, what's the crack for the rest of the year anyway? Where he's playing and what he's doing? We're doing a load of festivals. We're doing Knock and Stocking and um, <clears throat> Body and Soul and Over the Glass. And Arcadian Field as well. Are you alright? <laughs> we're running this I'm just so emotional. <laughs> uh, we're playing at Arcadian Field in uh, North Loud and we're uh, running a stage at that as well. But it's a very good festival. It's only in its third year and uh, I'd recommend anyone to go. And I think we're going to do a tour towards the end of the year. Yeah. We're also releasing an album of the folk stuff. The Mary Wallopers. We recorded an album in our, in our house, uh, a fella called Mihal Keating from uh, Bleeding Heart Pigeons. Set up a recording studio and recorded it in the house. And it's all live and it's real raw. And it's kind of punk. There's an energy to it that's kind of, you know, punk. But it's uh, we're still like singing like angels in it, and uh, you know we don't be shouting. It's gorgeous. Uh, but it, but we're gonna release that, uh, uh, and uh, that'll be coming out this year. Other than that, more music videos. We really want to release Bad yeah. Priest, but it's it's hard. Fellow who makes our videos lives in Limerick. Graham, yeah. he's very good. He's fucking but, uh, So it's hard sometimes. On oh, that thing about creating uh, videos and producing stuff, like how do you fund it? Okay, this is actually what I was going to say earlier about about fans. We we did a, a GoFundMe for for because our transit broke, and uh, I was like really nervous about doing a GoFundMe because we were like fuck, you know, what if it goes fucking like what if just no one it will just look really bad if there's like three euro and if I fucking two months time we're like fuck, <laughs> you know. But uh, we we put in and it cost a thousand euro. I think a thousand euro was the goal to get the uh, van rebuilt and uh, in the first night it had 1,850 euro in it in, in four hours and then the next day it got to 2,650 and we spent every penny on the van and the fucking van is broken still yeah. <laughs> so we have to fucking sell it we should have got so a new van it's in an auction now and we should have went out and got yeah. fucking pissed with the money because it would have been better it would have been more yeah we said to drinking champagne and henny the whole night it would have been fucking clapped anyway but uh, uh, the, the funding is, is, is unreal like I, I was that, that was fucking amazing to see that because we were really like fucking this is fucking cheeky. We thought it was cheeky, but also, it's kind of like you take out the the middlemen, and you're you're directly dealing with the people that like your stuff, and you're like. So what we did was we were, we were we were we were selling t-shirts, kind of. We were going if you give us twenty five euro to our GoFundMe, we'll send you a t-shirt, and then two euro, if we'll you give, give you us two euro, we'll give you yeah, stickers absolutely. or, or five or something, and then we did. Uh, for 200 euro, we'll go to your house and we'll do a gig. And we did two of them. And uh, uh, one, one was in a, a student's house in Minute, where they got a keg of beer and they hooked, hooked it up and built that's a wee bar guy. in their fucking front room and invited all their friends around and we did a gig there. And so that's, that's like, when you think about it, it's like 200 euro is going to us to do our van. 200 euro between all them is fucking nothing. And then we get to go down and, and fucking hang around with them and meet all of them and uh, uh, have the crack and do a gig and... It, 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 it works and then there's not someone in the middle going I need 10% of that because I'm, I 
know kind of a few people around the country. Yeah. That's know? kind of an endorsement of the punk and anti-establishment yeah. ethos that you Absolutely. have anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and, and it's, it's, even it's if it's less money for a gig, it's kind of a better gig to do, even just for, it's, to encourage other people to do stuff for that. Have you know? got a crowdfunder open at the minute? No. No, we're threatening to open a Patreon, but we don't know what <laughs> do to do. Okay, I think we'll have a couple of minutes left anyway. Does anybody have any questions for the lads? We can maybe rattle them out. Anything. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been listening to like all the Irish drill? Because a lot of it seems to be coming out of Dundalk. Irish drill, no. Yeah, like you know, like UK drill. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh-huh. very aggressive. And a lot of it's yeah, really aggressive. Yeah. And like they're all they, a lot of them have English accents, but you hear them kind of slipping into Dundalk accents. Yeah, we, <laughs> no, we, we, we don't know any of them, but we we we. But they all have like fucking hundreds of thousands of views. Like it's we know massive. we know uh, uh, Invader Slim from Dublin. And, and that sort would he fall into that category somewhat he would would he he's kind of trapped but some of them are really popular and, and, and it's kind of like they're just completely unrecognised by Ireland like, I'd love to see them play a gig like, yeah like, you could get on like this Jer- Jerfuck TV is the name of the channel okay you have stuff up going every couple of days alright right. I'd love to see some live gigs alright yeah, alright yeah. always up for it Okay. Okay. We'll talk to you after this. Here's the name. We're going to be taking ten percent because we know people are out the country. <laughs> yeah. No. Good. Good stuff, though. Yeah. Is, there, is there anyone you like, would like to collaborate with in Ireland at the moment? Uh, we might do something with Post Punk Podge. Uh, we we genuinely were thinking about doing a Richie Cavanaugh tribute <laughs> thing with Junior with, Brother because yeah. he's also a Richie Cavanaugh fan, and uh, we were thinking of doing like a medley of Richie Cavanaugh hits to him and. Uh, and that we, we, we were on Jinx's new album doing kind of vocal stuff on it so we're kind of it, it featured in that uh, Crackboy Mental asked us to do a collab with him so we'll do we, we, we'll probably do that at some point uh, but I, I, we see the, the thing is, is again is we're, we're, we're really bad at getting stuff done we're getting better now it's hard enough to collaborate with our own minds with our own with each other <laughs> with our own other people but um, yeah there's fucking loads there's loads of fucking great stuff happening around the country so, so yeah. like, it, it, it's it's in a way, us putting on the gigs in our house is a collaboration, because we're 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 getting people out. They enjoy it, and 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 people get to not go to a venue that closes at fucking half ten, so that you can be home in bed, not causing trouble before. Something, and it puts you know. bands from around the country in touch with each other. And it puts well. it's a networking it's like, thing. Good. There's bands that are meeting each other that are doing things, and it's just a really organic and nice way to for people to. Uh, connect with each other that are all we, we, we kind of curate them and, and we also say if someone if someone will just get in touch with us and go we want to can we do a gig in your house we're like yes absolutely so come along and we pay you know and that's a fucking big thing is we can fucking pay people so I don't know where all the one, money is going for other situations it's probably one of the best things about smaller festivals like this it's kind of like a melting pot of all yeah, the all absolutely. the coming people yeah absolutely yeah 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 it's yeah. great so has anybody got any other questions you'd like to ask the lads before we finish up do you ever get um, kind of people like you know the, we've become very PC as a as a country that like people just snap back and what you're saying? Uh, not really a not, whole lot. Not I entirely. I, I, yeah, we haven't really broke the rules of I think the uh, PC etiquette in a sense. I don't know where we have. Like, but, but people people get really <laughs> offended. The priest uniforms were borderline. Pre- pre- <laughs> well, I don't think young people care. Do you know? I think our Ireland thing is, is like, becoming a bit more a kind of. You know, if people are if people are if people are kind of fans of ours and are coming to the gigs, I don't think they're too concerned about us not being PC. And I think we're I think we're actually kind of PC in a way. 
We can dress up like priests and be like, oh, this priest is great because he's not writing kids. But like, we you can't actually have, deny it. We kind of have know? a moral high ground if over the church. You know, if you're... <laughs> we, we did about 800 babies in a septic tank. Yeah, so we were actually really totally, say anything. totally and utterly against child abuse. You know, yeah, that's so, one thing about us. So fuck, fuck <laughs> yourself. So, it's a big no-no. So, so do you know, do you know, it's like kind of, I think we're fucking right about what we're saying. So anyone yeah. that's like, anyone that's like, you shouldn't be saying that, we're like, fuck off. <laughs> so, so it doesn't, it doesn't really phase. I, I we, wouldn't say it if no, I couldn't whatever. argue why I said it. Yeah. Know, so. And so fuck over to you, everyone can fucking get involved with that. Every, I like curry sauce. I, you know, I was in the, the gym a few few days ago and there was this old fella there and he was like, what's with the curry sauce, or what's with the fuck RTE t-shirt? And uh, I just like said a sentence to him and he went, oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I would like to say thanks very much to Thank TKM. Thank you, Muller. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fuck the law. Fuck, fuck RTE. RTE. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. For my best. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, lads. What did you think about that? I'm still buzzing listening back to it. It was absolutely class to do a podcast live in front of an audience. And thanks very much to everybody who came and attended the live podcast at the It Takes a Village Festival. Thanks very much again to everyone who organised the festival in the first place. And most of all, got a kid, kid, kid Milamoygov to Andrew and Charles who came and stole the show really and made that podcast episode what it is. Go and follow them on Spotify, YouTube, social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff and support them. Go and see them whenever you get the opportunity to and also just keep up with what they're doing. I don't even know what else to say. Thanks a million lads. I hope you're enjoying the podcasts. Get in touch with me. Let me know what you thought about that one. Go and support the podcast on Patreon if you want to. And if you don't want to, then fucking doesn't matter. Keep on listening and I'll see you next week. Biggie Jasmine Akela, Slang of Foil, Kenny Fury, Fuck the Law, Fuck RTE. <laughs>